Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Big Ones! The Big Ones! What happened? What happened? Am I frozen? Well, you were. <laughs> it seems Am I like frozen? you were in a daze. Well, you. It's you didn't say the big ones with me. You said it like ten seconds later. <laughs> I think my my internet is out or something. It was like you were thinking I, of something, and then someone snapped <laughs> you out of it, and then you said the big ones. Oh my! <laughs> I think my internet's just being weird because I thought I said it with you. okay it's okay i think i don't know what we're gonna do but it's working now so let's just proceed okay each uh, i'm maria and i'm amanda each week and it's the big ones each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain busting moral choices the questions can be complicated to talk about but they're always fun to discuss because they force you to look deep 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 with inside yourself will you like what you see priyanka, priyanka matu. matu hi guys hi hi <laughs> priyanka i'm sorry i'm thinking of my little big one well, just for all, any of our listeners who everyone knows who Pri is, but if you don't know, she is the third co-founder. She's the brain behind Erios. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, she's a writer, director. What else? Podcaster. Foxy Browns. Co-host of producer, Foxy Browns. Uh, mother, wife. Uh, um, sister, daughter. Uh, sister, daughter. Brunette. Mentor. <laughs> mentor columnist essayist article writer yeah writing a book um book writer i mean it's uh, you've checked off like every box of like there was, everything there was one thing i thought of the other day that i it was like running for office and i was like i don't i don't know if i i i can't i don't think i can do that never i want to run for mayor i want to run for mayor i mean someone's got to right we need a mayor <laughs> that would I be think great i'd be pretty good I think I'd be pretty good at like sitting everyone down and just being like, okay, let's just, what does everyone need? Just tell me what everyone needs and let's figure it out. That's true. And then you outsource. Yeah. And then I say, once they give me all their problems, I go, okay, now, now you've aired them. Now shut up. That seems (laughs) to be about what is going on right now. (laughs) Except you also would have to schmooze. Which oh she's great oh, at schmoozing. You, Pri, oh, you saw oh her God. at the Erio's launch. Oh, party? that's true. She's our secret extrovert. Yeah. What? That Is was that what you guys crazy. were talking about. Yeah, we were I looking at you having the time of your we life. We talked about Pri- it to your face because Man- <laughs> Amanda and I like took a moment to hide in the photo booth because we're such like 
pitiful introverts. No, I was in there with you guys. There was no, another you time. Weren't. You went another time without me? You we were jerks. in the photo booth for like an hour. <laughs> it's like literally a tiny room like behind a hidden door. It's a closet. We needed, we need, Amanda and I need a lot. It's, I feel like when we're on, we're on. And then yeah, we're just too. depleted. Well, that's why people in my actual life say I don't like talk to them is because when I'm I'm do podcasts and stuff, I'm right. like I talk and I'm like outgoing and then as soon as you turn the camera off, I turn into just this like beetle, like this <laughs> silent beetle and I just kinda sit there and stare at a wall. I don't know. I I, I guess we could all co- I mean we're, you know the company founded by people who don't actually want to hang out with other people. So we'll see how, we'll see how this does. <laughs> well, um, we're so glad to have you on the show. You've, you're many, you're a returning guest. And so we like to see if you, if our guest has any little moral dilemma, but it seems like maybe you're, you just don't have one. My conscience is clean. Um, yeah, there is something I've been wondering about, and it might just be more of a conversation topic than a little big one, but something that, um, comes up in my mind is like, is this okay to return? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. We love these. We love a return. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I ordered some baby foot. Do you know what baby foot is? Yes. Um, I tried it. Oh, it didn't work for you. It didn't work for you. It made Ew, it what worse. What are you talking about? Okay, so it's like this, what are you guys talking It's like about? a foot mask, and it comes in these little plastic booties, and you put your feet in the booties like after a shower, and you tip them shut, and you leave them in there for like an hour, ninety minutes, and then and then you rinse them off, and then five days later, what's supposed to happen five days later is like the skin peels off your feet, like uh-huh. Elmer's glue off your palms. Like Ooh. I have had incredible experiences with it. I just did a few days ago. I'm really excited for the results. Um, However, um, I bought it from this small um, company and I, one of the things, two of them were fine. And then the third one was like leaking and I want to return it because it doesn't seem fair that I paid for three sets of baby foot. um, And one of them is flawed, but I just don't know how that works because I also don't want to harass a small business can i just be like give me seven dollars back only seven dollars instead of 30 you know 21 or whatever can you have them send you a new one well it was it it was a box of three i got it i got it what is the appropriate Um, i think you let it be I think you got to eat that seven dollars. If this is a small company <laughs> and it came in seven dollars, it is. Now that you've said it out loud, I'm realizing it's seven dollars. Like I, if it Wait, were what kind of small company? Like, it was like a small, like a, a dry, is like a beauty supply company, but not like you know, um, yeah, just trying to do less, you know, big box shipping you know that stuff so i'm trying to buy directly from people and and i was like oh right because you can't just afford to throw me 20 dollars back when like something doesn't work out and now here i am well that's what makes this a dilemma because if you had bought it on amazon you would just complain and get the full 21 dollars yeah is that what ended up happening but it is that is sort of the downside although i'm sure they would like to know yeah that's a good point i guess i could say no biggie 
I don't think you say anything. I think this is actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this is... I just eat the $7? You eat that $7. Why, though? Because it came in a box. If it was one, if it was a singular thing and she bought it and she said, hey, this was open, I'd say return it. But but this is... Like, how are they going to inventory that or whatever? How are they going to do that, like... They well, can't. they'll they have, have to, to give her a whole new pack. But by the way, right. like seven dollars is not fifty cents. Like, it, it's almost ten dollars. Well, that's the truth. Where's the line for you? Because if it were like twelve, then everyone would be like, "Oh, it's double digits." Yeah, if it was double digits, if it was double digits, I'd go. Yeah. You know what I might do? And I was trying to get specific about my request. I might ask for a seven dollar credit to the store because then I will buy more, and seven dollars for me is like four dollars for them. Does that make sense? Mm, let me digest that. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder if they're going to be able to do that for you. I feel like they're just going to try to give you a new pack of baby feet. It <laughs> lasts me a year. <laughs> mm, I'll think about it. For me, I would never pursue this because of my the idea of returning things mm-hmm. and having to return things is so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like having to mm-hmm. drop something off at a post office mm-hmm. or stop by a store to return something, I that horrifies me. Yeah. Will, yeah, yeah. So I would never pursue this. I return things constantly, and probably because I'm a parent, we get a lot of things that don't fit or things that you know, like. There's a lot of trial and error because I can't drag my kids to stores right now, especially. So it's like I have to buy two ponchos or whatever, you know, like two warm hats, three sets of gloves, and then it returns the one. So like once a month, basically, I like I label everything, you know, and I run to UPS and like throw it in the door and get my car so that I don't have to, you know, actually be in the store. But um, but it's yeah, I guess right now you just suck it up. I just suck it up. Yeah, I would. I would. It would be different if it was a big store, but it's just. Yeah, you're right. Like it means it. more to them than it, and then it does to me. Yeah. And just because they're leaking doesn't mean you can't use them. <laughs> no. See, the funny thing is, I guess I could use them, but the um, what it did was <laughs> so gross. It's like the tape that you're supposed to use to close the booties had like disintegrated. <laughs> So oh, it had nothing to hold them shut, basically. What I would probably do is like dump some of the sauce into one of the, the other sauce. pair of booties that I'm going to use sauce. so that it would make it like double strong. Uh, oh, my God. It's it, the thing about baby foot is it it's a steps like you have to take it has to be after a shower. So you're nice and soaked and then it doesn't matter. Your feet are probably great. Uh, I could use a pedicure. Mm. I got one of those scrapers, those cheese grater scrapers. I have one that of those. Works really well. Those were yeah. rasp. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope that helped. I hope you that sets you on the right course. It did. I feel like we action. talked it through and I'm fine. So what we want to do now is just pre, you're a fan of the show, you listen, mm-hmm. and I sh- I'm sure you've rated and reviewed mm-hmm. and joined our Patreon, but could you tell our listeners to do the same, please? Yes, absolutely. You must listen. You must subscribe. You must rate. You must review. These women do excellent work for free for your entertainment and no other use. They just want to bring joy to the world. There is no other use. You're right. Useless. They're getting nothing else out of this. <laughs> other than other than your adulation. So just like throw them a crumb. They're very nice girls. They work very hard and they're very funny. 
And I want to say, Pri, that was wonderful. We had, so Michael Carmen, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, offered to, um, you know, be a, a Patreon angel and give someone a year subscription mm-hmm. as a gift. And so I did a contest on Twitter saying, um, you know, I'm thinking of a number between one and 100. Whoever gets closest gets this prize. Can you guys guess what I said? What my number was? 67. 78. 55. Mm-hmm. So Amanda would have won. Yeah. So um, a listener, a listener won. But then we got three other listeners saying, hey, I'll contribute too. if anyone else oh. needs a subscription. I'll pay for you. We got three separate people paying for for listeners to join Patreon. I and like I just want to give them a shout, shout out right now. The AD Youngblood, AD Youngblood, uh, Defend Ruins. Uh, follow these people on Twitter, Twitter, you guys, because um, AD Youngblood is Pensive Pansy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then our uh, friend of the pod, Godzilla Adam, um, who gave us the Godzilla dilemma that. Um, oh. And that's uh, Adam God Godzilla H. Adam underscore G underscore H. But thank you guys so, so much. That's so sweet that you did that and that is really really is nice we have such nice listeners and yeah if you're on the patreon you know what's up but if you're not there's some great content over there you won't want to miss and uh, i guess it's time to take a little break but we'll be back with our big big one after this ad i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/people today Okay, we're back. Maybe there wasn't an ad, though, Amanda. Wouldn't that be oh, embarrassing? Then I'm so embarrassed. There better have been an ad. They just stick them in there, don't they? Yeah, there. I think there's usually an ad in there. Something. Dynamic yeah, yeah. I was just covering it. our tracks. I was covering our tracks in case there wasn't. I just didn't want to be embarrassed. Um. Now I'm gonna read us our big, big one for today. Hmm. And I think you might recognize where where this is from and who it's about because it's based on real events. <gasps> and did you look this up to know that it was from the person you said that it was? Yes. That this is real? Okay. Yeah, I right. did. I okay. Wanted to clear his name if possible. Go ahead. Okay. You are a beloved daytime television host known for their approachability and good humor. You go out of your way to sign autographs and answer all your staff's questions. You barely have a moment to yourself, or so it seems from your perspective. You feel the need to stop being Mr. Nice Guy and set boundaries with your TV show staff. In a fever dream, you draft the following memo. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. No one. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open my door, expect to be removed. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. I want all the ambushing to stop now. 
That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. I am seeking more free time for me throughout the day. Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone, do not take offense to this new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all. Us. Oh. <laughs> so, and the question is, should you send this strongly worded memo setting boundaries to your staff? No. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> now, hold on. Before we go crazy about this, I th- I actually see a validity to it. Well, let's just say off the bat, this is based on Steve Harvey. Right. That was verbatim the memo, <clears throat> and this went viral a couple of years ago, that Steve Harvey sent out to the staff of his talk show. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, I and do. And he took hell. I remember this, and he absolutely... Yes, and people were really uh, mad about it, and he got dragged online. And even outside of, like, even if you're just, like, are talking about in theory, the issue there is the delivery. I think it's perfectly reasonable to want time to yourself, especially as if you have to be on all the time, and you have to be ready for a show, and you really have to put so much Mm -hmm. of yourself out there, and people are always walking down the hall, and I'm, I've, been around famous people for most of my career and it's exhausting life is exhausting for them people are always touching you and asking you to do things and god forbid you like look tired for a second or don't want to answer a question because then you're a jerk and it's all over twitter like it's very i think that his request for privacy um when he's prepping for his show and after is perfectly reasonable the desire not the request the desire i think is perfectly reasonable and there would have absolutely been a better way to get that across. But that memo was insane. What would have been the better way, do you think? What, I what would think have I would have, the blow? I think I would have called, what would I do? When, when I have my own talk show, here's what I'll do. <laughs> because this is bound, this is, this situation is bound to happen when I have my own talk show. I would probably call <laughs> in all the department heads, you know, all the department heads and say, guys, I'm having a really hard time. Here's what's going on. I am like fried. I am frazzled. I can't talk to people like, and then be ready for the show. And like, it's freaking me out. Everyone's always waiting for me in the, in the hallway. It's making me crazy. And I feel obligated to, to make everyone feel good and entertain everyone and be the funny guy and all that stuff. Um, I need help. I need help. What should I do to like incorporate them into the process as opposed to like, here comes this, um, message from up on high and everything you have thought about the relationship that we have is false. Like yeah. that's the other message that comes across is like, you think I like you. <laughs> I hate you. And oh, I don't yeah. think he meant that. But in the wording of the memo, that's, you know, he's like, I've been phoning it in for you jokers and it's time for it to stop. And that's very different than I am, can't take it anymore. I'm freaking out. Can you guys help me? Because yeah, I think they would I, be much more sympathetic. 
you're asking someone to be vulnerable, though, that may not, you know, be vul- be a vulnerable person and may not want to disclose that they need help in that way. Absolutely. It's- absolutely. But I'm also just talking about people management. Like, it's just management yes. of a group that you are in charge of. You're not, yes. you know, it has to be the partly their decision, too. You can't just hand down edicts and, and then expect everyone to be to be happy where they're working. That was a, for me, that was a bad management decision. How about that? Yeah. And also no one checked before this went out. (laughs) (sighs) To me, this reeks of someone letting something get out of hand and then sort of exploding Mm -hmm. um, instead of checking in with themselves along the way. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like they've got a victim complex. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I've seen that with performers sometimes, um, um, is the, is the need to just, is, is like, it starts to feel like a burden. You can't just be yourself and you can't just be quiet and you can't be in a bad mood and you can't, none of that, you know? So it's like, he snapped. It's like, you know, the feeling, and I hate this feeling more than anything, is when you've ordered delivery and you're waiting for the doorbell, it, it gets down to like 20 minutes before it's supposed to be there. And then you're like, the doorbell's going to ring at any time. And I have to be like ready for that. Do you guys know what I'm talking no, about? Yeah, and there's like yeah, this anxiety. Do. do you? Well, I have it. And I just feel like if you're someone like a talk show host who has multiple shows who's always on set who's always on that's just constantly happening that Mm -hmm. like you sit down and like you take a deep breath and you close your eyes and there's a knock 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 at the door and i bet that just really wears you down really wears you down there's a premium at that point um on being left alone like you just are never alone like with your thoughts yeah and when how are you expected to perform and create if you don't have time to think and I yeah. could also, like, I love what you were saying, Pri, about the way you would handle it, but I could also see people sort of listening to you for a week and then mm-hmm. just reverting right back to their old ways, waiting for you yeah. in hallways. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think people are capable of great change, especially when they feel like they're taking care of you. Now, at what point would you think a memo like this is appropriate? Like if you have that conversation and then people do it again, would you ever consider sending a strongly worded memo? I think there's a way to codify like your desires. I think, you know, like I tell my son, there's always a way to get what you want without being a jerk. Like I think if you need something, you could, I would, I, I don't think putting out a memo was was the crazy part. I think the way it's worded is crazy, like a series of like commandments instead of like, hey, pursuant yeah. to our conversation with everyone. Also, I would like talk to the department heads and be like, go tell your you know, go tell your departments. So it's not a total surprise that it comes out of nowhere. And then maybe we can codify this as just kind of like rules of conduct so that I can like do my best work, you know, like in that way, as opposed to yeah. there's a way to do it. I mean, needed a, really need to rewrite. And what are your thoughts? So this like, you know, you hear about the celebrities that are like, you know, Okay, let's just take like a Jennifer Lopez or something. And I'm just I'm using her because I've heard it. This may not be true at all. But someone who goes like when I walk into a room, avert your eyes. I don't even want to be looked at. This is the problem with celebrity culture, right? It's not like that. You have to believe that comes from a real place. Like there is something about people and how they respond to her that has her hanging on by a thread. (laughs) Right? Like I have a lot, a lot, a lot of empathy for famous people. 
I mean, I think a lot yeah. of them are nuts, but I have a lot of like having seen what it does to people for when they're not famous to when they're crazy famous, it mm-hmm. will make you crazy. It'll make you insane. So if the only way she knows to get her point across is like, no one can look at me. Otherwise I'm going <laughs> to fall yeah. apart. Then I'm like, oh, you poor you. I don't want to. I don't want your life. Because it's not, it's, it's, at first you may think of it as like a power thing. No. But then like if you like look deeper, it's like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like a not wanting to be looked to, to the, f- I don't know, like the farce in their minds of actually being invisible. Like they yeah. want that, they want to feel that even for, but it is weird to say, it is weird to say like, don't even look at me. Like what gives you the right to tell someone else you can't even look at me? know how much of that is true or false though too is like you hear about certain people that have that have rules like that and it's hard especially when you're talking about performers because like they have nerves they're freaking out like you don't know what's Mm -hmm. gonna tip them off balance before they go on stage or before they do an interview or or yeah yeah where do you fall on asking for autographs I'm not a person who would really ask for no. a photo with someone or an autograph. I, I don't know that I've ever no. done it. No, I, I have. Me and Kirsten Dunst have a picture together. So tell us the situation. What was it? I was at Planet Hollywood on, <laughs> I think it was like my 11th or 12th birthday. Well, she's asking for it if she's hanging out at but Planet But you were Hollywood. a child. That's different. I was about to say, I was, I was about to say children are allowed to ask for, for, for autographs. Okay. All right. I did ask for a picture with Marcus Lemonis, the prophet, the CNBC, the CNBC, oh, the show, right. the prophet. Right, right, right. Um, and that was just last year. So <laughs> that um, also is that I am. I'm strangely OK with that. Like reality yeah, TV, it almost feels like those people you can ask because they they more signed up for it. Yeah. Like, what's the line? What's the line there? I, if I was a celebrity, I would I would take pictures with people more than I'd sign stuff because it feels like also signing stuff is like for to sell mm. and like in like a picture is mm, like just for the person. Well, I do think the selfie has replaced the autograph because now everyone has a phone. You, why would you want an autograph when you could get a selfie? No, oh, it's just to a- sell it. Right. But now it's just the weirdos who want autographs. Hmm. My uh, Craig, my boyfriend Craig and I were walking in Westwood to something and and it may have been like the neighbor's two premiere. And this guy we had like one of those, you know, one of those autograph chaser guys mm-hmm. went, Craig, Craig. And Craig turned around and he was like, yeah. And he's like, Craig, can I have your autograph? And he's like, hmm. um, yeah sure and he looked down he looked down and the headshot was craig kakowski oh that's so funny yeah he he thought craig looked like craig kakowski but they just happened to have the same name that is so bizarre isn't that the craziest thing you've ever heard i looked down and i was like that's not him but i know him that is actually (laughs) crazy isn't that nuts yeah but why did he even have a picture of craig kakowski on hand this must have been at a drunk history thing. But they'll do. Yeah. Like, people will ask for... I went to Sundance once Maybe with... Um, with um, Andy Mogul and Jared Paul. You know, the writers and, and, and uh, producers. And Jared 
when we landed, there was an there was like a guy asking for autographs, and he had all these old headshots from when Jared was an actor. And I was like, I forgot you were an actor. Like he had directed a movie we were taking to Sundance. They were like, "You sign these pictures," and I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is what? I mean, you're great, but why? Like, what is happening?" Right. It was so bizarre. Like, what is the aftermarket? You know what happens? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have um, Jack and I used to fight about this because we would go to Comic Con and stuff, and I would be like elbowing people out of the way because Mm -hmm. if you ever want to feel for famous people like walk in a walk around comic-con for many years in a row with jack black right i was like do not touch him do not look at him and he and he's like the friendliest you know and he'll like take pictures and he'll do that he'll do the whole he'll do it he'll engage with everybody he'll say hi to everyone who says hi to him and and he knows it's part of the job and he loves obviously he's like i wouldn't have a career without without my fans and i am just like grimacing right. and like every middle schooler who walks by <laughs> I'm so mad and he was like you have to be nicer you have to be nicer to people and I was like they're all touching you like you haven't eaten you haven't you know like you can't like walk a block it's crazy well that's what Steve Harvey needs like yeah. you need someone who's an sort of second in command mm-hmm. yeah, to, an enforcer, yeah. yeah an enforcer something like yeah he needs a phalanx how do you say the word phalanx (laughs) that's like you know like because i read a lot sometimes i don't know how to say words um (laughs) (laughs) around him like holding shields being like he's not available um yeah i feel for him though i mean i get he didn't do it in the right way but i can just imagine getting to the point of being like look i need people to stop talking to me yeah like all the time like i just can't you just please stay away and he's saying make an appointment yeah so he's not saying don't talk to me he's just saying please make an appointment so he can be prepared because i don't like being ambushed in the hallway yeah i mean even if you're just or like even if he was but it's all it's all in the right it's all in communications right like if he had just been like i'm so overwhelmed i get so um excited to talk to everyone in the hallway and it's cutting into my time to prep for the show like we're, you know, even but even if the producer yeah. had said that, that would have been a good thing for a producer to send out and be like, hey, if you want to talk to Steve, you'll have to make an appointment. We can't do hallway chats anymore. It's a logistical thing. It's a time thing. It's a, whatever it is. There's, it's just weird. It was a weird way to handle it. And clearly, he yeah. just come to the end of his rope, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he just lost it. <laughs> so we all agree that the sentiment is okay. It's just the delivery needed finesse. Yes, I agree with that. Also, just public perception of what it means to be a famous person. I think that because we work in Hollywood, we're a little like too close to it. But um, but there's so many like there are, you know, all of these people have millions and millions and millions of fans who think they know them, who think they owe them something, you know, who think they're they're their friends. There's a lot of projection involved, which is like, well, if I could hang out with Steve Harvey, we'd be best friends. And you're like. I mean, thank you for watching, but that's crazy. <laughs> I, Stephen, I would get along like gangbusters. He'd let me hall- hallway talk with him. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> See, that's so- what you would think, Maria, but then you'd get this memo. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I'm talking. And if you think it's you, it is. You get an appointment link if you think it's you. That's really funny. That was a good it's one. It's so funny. It's so funny, though. Like, um, you know, celebrity culture has changed in the last, mm-hmm. like, 15 years with because now people can see celebrities all the time. Right. And um, it was just really funny. I Craig was had the TV on in the background the other night and it was Jimmy Kimmel and I was getting something in the kitchen and I, <laughs> I caught Matt Damon from the side of my eye and I walked over and just stood in front of the TV and started watching it. And Craig was like, that is so fu-. you were like the last remnant of like a 90s 2000s celebrity kid where like you see a celebrity and you automatically get drawn to the TV. Do you know what I mean? Like kids aren't like that anymore. Is that true? I don't think, but but like I see like I'll see like Charlize Theron on the screen and my eyes will like get big and I'll just start looking at it. Like I can't look away. I just love a movie star. Huh. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. It's those big heads. I think I've just met too many. <laughs> yeah. I've met yeah. too many. I'm sure if Matt Damon was in the same room as me, like after 10 minutes, I might walk away. You know what I mean? But but um, well, you'd be escorted away. <laughs> i wonder if i like who would make you starstruck like i i'm asked that question sometimes and i'm like i can't think of anyone yeah i i was thinking about that the other day i'm trying to think who i would say it honestly would probably be god i thought i had someone the other day i can't mm-hmm. oh you know who i love as a person like i love her anyway and we're we have been friendly although we haven't seen each other in forever but rose Byrne, rose <gasps> Yeah. Can like, yeah. but I can't. I get too excited about, around Rose. I'm always like, I'm too excited. I can't talk to you. <laughs> She's so funny. She's so, she was and so, so nice pretty. To us. Yeah. She liked us she when we great. did Neighbors too. Yeah. And then remember at the premiere, she was like, the ladies. Oh, what did she say to us, Amanda? We were like, oh my God. That's oh, so I forget nice. what she She's like, the funny ladies are. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. She was so cool. Yeah. I'm trying uh, to think if I. Paul McCartney, I bet. I bet. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Paul McCartney. You know who I was starstruck in front of? It was like I turned into I I stepped outside myself was when I was like in front of Leonardo DiCaprio. (gasps) And I was standing there and I was just like, this is wild. And I like took it. And Craig was like, you need to put your phone away because like I had to I had to take a picture. It was like in my DNA. You know what? I can trace it all back to there was now we're just taught. I guess we can do this. Whatever. It's podcast. Um, (laughs) I can trace it all back too um right when I had moved to LA or maybe right when I started working at the agency um and I was an assistant I was I had to help with a um uh fundraiser what was it it was a fundraiser for the it was a tsunami benefit remember the tsunami Mm -hmm. so there's a benefit and it was the first time I had like been to a thing that Jack was was having um Jack Black was having and um I went backstage and he was like, oh, I'm in this room or whatever. And I opened the door just thinking, oh, I'll just go say hi before the show. And then I'll enjoy the show. And I was like 24. I had just like, I'd been in LA for, I don't even know, six months. And I opened the door and I kid you not, I think I have a photo of this. Okay. Here's who's in the room. They're all standing around drinking beers. It's Jack, lovely Jack. And he's like, oh, my friend Pre, because he's the best. It's like Jack. And then everyone, sh- I shake hands with everyone and I'm losing okay. My, I have moved from Michigan. I am just like, what is happening? It's Jack. Okay, it's Jack. It's Chris Rock. It's Will Ferrell. It's um, Beck. It's like, I mean, there were like 20 people there that oh, Sasha wow. Baron Cohen, like everyone I had ever wanted to meet was standing in one room, drinking beers and shaking my hand. And then I was just done. I was like, okay, I did it. <laughs> I did oh, wow. all of it. 
You, you were met depleted. Them all. They took, I met them all. They took it all out of you. I was a little starstruck when we met Sasha Baron Cohen. He's so tall. Yeah. He's so tall and like he's so good at characters. And yeah. that was just kind of like really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. He's got presence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, should we get to the dear big ones? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, final thoughts. None of us are sending the memo. We're not sending the no, memo. No, we're not sending would, the memo. I would send a memo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just not that one. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, here is a, a dear big ones in from a listener. Hmm. So, hello from um, Brattleboro, Vermont. Hmm. I think it's Brattleboro. Sounds pleasant. Wow. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. As summer comes up, I removed the windows from my sunroom and replaced them with screens. I n- never remember that when I do this, it means I can hear my neighbors far more when s- sitting in there. Tonight, mm. I was sitting in the sunroom enjoying a pipe when I overheard a conversation. Pipe. Our na- that sounds lovely. Yeah. This is a lovely image. Our neighbor's college student son just returned home for the summer. He had two young women visiting with him. They had Uh-oh. stepped out into his backyard right next to where I was seated, but they didn't notice me there. He had made a few statements about how bright the stars were, were seemingly because he thought it would impress them. <laughs> oh, my God. To be fair, our neighborhood is very dark, and you can see a surprising amount of stars. Wait, Amanda, it's- did you read this through before you started reading this? I'm nervous. No, I know. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. It's just the way that he asked it made me think this. The three then began to debate which star was the North Star. One of the ladies was right, but wasn't confident about it when he questioned it. They then got into a debate about where the South was. She was right again, but he was convinced that the South was a different direction. It was truly East. His justification was that it was the direction of South Main Street. I guess he thought it was called South Street because it was south of his current position. When truly it's called that for the logical reason that it is the southernmost portion of Main Street. She didn't That's ever so agree funny. with him, but she stopped arguing, which he seemed to think meant he'd won. Anyway, oh, here's no. my dilemma. Should I have spoken up on her behalf? <laughs> She was clearly right, and he was borderline nagging her. But at the same time, wouldn't it be awkward after all this time? I revealed that I'd been listening to them. Then again, I was on my property, and they were talking loudly. So they shouldn't take issue with me listening, right? It's a classic, a coward or respectively minding my own business conundrum. Stay safe, stay healthy. That is so funny. Just from out of the darkness, you just heard, that's the North Star. <laughs> She's right. She, gosh, God dang it. She's Your right. listeners are just beautiful. Just beautiful people. They, they really are just the most wonderfully eccentric, oh. one, just lovely people. So, Pri, this is one of my favorite like, questions in a while. That's a this good seems question. like something you would have a good answer for because you're very you're a straight talker. That's would true. You have said something? Okay, my answer is 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 twofold. <laughs> I have there's I okay. have a two part answer. One is. Like a regular person shouldn't say anything <laughs> right? because you kind of right. let them enjoy their evening and it's like none of your business. But what was the question? Was the question like, should I have? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, you no, probably not. But would I have? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I would have been like, what? I think. OK, there are two ways. <laughs> 
You know how she you guys send do... the memo, but she'll but she'll yell out to a neighbor telling them they're wrong. No, I would not do it like that. I would probably be like, "Oh, hey guys, you're oh hi, so nice to see you. Isn't it a nice night? What were you guys talking about? Oh, really? You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but what if they would have said, just looking at the stars, you would have had to keep prying. Going, I probably would have been oh, like, yeah. "Oh no, I'm very, I'm so controlling. I would have been like, "Oh, that's the North Star, so that must be South." You'd think it was because South Main Street, but that would be wrong. I cannot control myself. Truly, if I hear misinformation, I I can't. I can't control yeah. myself. But that's not that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that people should be like me because I'm I don't I'm rude. <laughs> but think of if that girl would have heard, you know, had that had someone like standing up for her being like no you're right that could have changed her whole life that would have been really nice I agree yeah but honestly don't you think they would have just like scattered inside because they yeah got weirded out that there was just a man smoking a pipe in his sunroom was it a man yeah, college I, guess oh, I, I don't know if this is a man they're college kids so they would have been probably they would have been like okay right. thanks dickhead you know something like that where you wouldn't have felt great afterwards you know what? That is different. A man might not be able to do that. Me as like nosy neighbor lady is very different than like a 60 year old man yeah. showing up with a pipe. I mean, I kind of yeah, wish is- you had said something. They had said something because I think that would have been really funny. And you know what? Like we're all here. If you're talking in front of me, I have a right to participate in that conversation because I, I also sometimes have to stop myself. Like if I'm at a restaurant and I hear people mm-hmm. saying something, you know, but you know, but- it's wrong. Yeah, but I don't like what. What would you so like if they're ordering like the sea bass and you go, no, 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 no. Oh, not like that, but it maybe if they're like, oh, are, is the chicken good? I've never had the chicken here, and I might want to say, oh, it's really good. I've had it. Oh, really? Well, yeah, people love that. People love that. That's a fun thing to do. I think that's so interesting. I might. I was thinking I would stop in to say if it if it was bad. Oh, see, I wouldn't want to say that because that's just my opinion. But I guess it's also just my opinion that it was good. Hmm. Mm. Tricky. <laughs> so tricky. I think you speak up. Why not? You, 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 let's just all, let's let's be more open with one another. Yeah. That really made me laugh. Just imagining a voice out of the darkness. It's so good. <laughs> it's such that a good question. It's a great question. Just the- I think also because he's negging her, you should have spoken up. Yeah. But I understand you not. I probably wouldn't have unless, you know, it, it was you, if maybe I was with a couple friends. Maybe I would have done it. I would have felt a little more ready to go. But if I was alone, I definitely would not have spoken up. I like that, it, that he had the impulse. So that's very kind. Yeah. Well, guys. This has been another, we knocked it out of the park. For sure. If I can use the baseballs. Um, Pre, where do you, people need to listen to Foxy Brown. Yeah. Do they not? Yeah. I mean, we only, we have one season, but it's evergreen. So just listen to it. Um, Well, they have awesome, awesome guests. They, it's just her and Camilla are the best hosts. It's on Erios. You guys go check it out. Seriously. My my favorite review was that it was a very sophisticated podcast, and I think it is as well. But I think it's funny, Uh, too. I think it's funny and entertaining and sophisticated, and you'll learn something. And it's like hanging out with friends. It's like hanging out with friends, like really friends with really good taste. Thank you. 
Oh my God, my kids are here. Um, yeah, find me online. I'm on Twitter. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a pilot. I'm writing essays for the Times and uh, other places. And I'm around. Well, guys, you can email us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com, tweet us at the big ones pod on Twitter. And until next time, thanks for listening to the big one. Erios. Powered by ACAST.